The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring the ECU Players Lounge. On today's podcast, we'll talk to pitcher C.J. Mayhew, shortstop writer Giles, second baseman Zach Agnos, and outfielder Bryson Worrell. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. Inside the Players Lounge, presented by Delcor. Delcor has been the trusted HVAC uh, and plumbing contractor in eastern North Carolina for over five decades when it comes to cooling, heating, and plumbing repair. You can always rely on the service professionals for any size job. Call Delcor today, 321-8868, or visit DelcorInc.com. Joining us first today inside the Players Lounge is Pirate Reliever C.J. Mayhew. C.J., good to see you again. How you doing? Good. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, you're doing good. The stash is doing stellar <laughs> as you're trying to lock down your second straight mustache march championship, and uh, you're on the right track. It, is, it appears. Nah, yeah, it's coming in. It's, it's coming in better than I thought. So <laughs> good deal. We'll see, and uh, CJ fresh off a jungle jump last night. So after each game, the uh, the guys in the jungle will holler out your name a few times, try to get your attention. And uh, you were called last night, so got to do a jump. Uh, I know you appreciate the fans, CJ, and uh, taking that sprint out to left field after a game, right? No, nah, it's always fun uh, getting to go out there with Pirate Nation. Uh, sometimes it takes me a little bit just to uh, I'm have to make sure you know they're, they're saying my name. I don't want to <laughs> yeah. run out there and they're saying somebody else's name. <laughs> That'd be pretty embarrassing. <laughs> but finally you hear the CJ, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's me. That's me. Head on out there. Uh, Pirates coming off a winning uh, weekend over St. Mary's doubleheader on Sunday. I was out there to see you lose the first one, uh, but maybe that ninth inning gave you a little momentum. Good uh, ninth inning for the Pirates. Got back in it. Lost 6-5, to five, but you're able to take uh, game two of the series. 4-3 to three, got down in that game, CJ, so good to see you guys come back and uh, get that series winning win last night. Yeah, no, nah, it's always good to, um, I mean, take a weekend, but yeah, uh, the ninth inning of the first game, I think we, we came alive um, offensively. And I think we, uh, starting out the the second game Sunday, it was a little flat. But, you know, we, we stayed in there. And, um, you know, I I've, I felt like the whole game, like, we was going to come back and uh, we, we did it. You knew the bats would come alive. All you had to do was keep their bats at bay. And after – a rough outing from the youngster Jake Hunter, who's looked really good this year so far. Uh, you come in, Garrett Saylor after you, and and just phenomenal numbers. 11 strikeouts for you guys in six and two-thirds innings. But you go extended work yesterday, CJ, three and a third, uh, 57 pitches. So how you feeling on this Monday? <laughs> nah, I feel uh, I feel pretty good. Uh, not not too bad. Yeah, and, uh, and, and what was working for you yesterday? Great performance for you. Uh, honestly, just, I mean, I, the – I guess, you know, I was throwing my fastball, and then off of that, I was throwing uh, the my curveball decently and uh, got a couple swings here and there, and so I think that, that helped a lot. I guess, that, and look, you probably hit well when you were in high school, I would imagine. So, you know, is it is, is it tougher on the hitter? That's what they say, right, in cold weather, and it's easier on the pitcher. It's probably not easy for either <laughs> one, but is there an advantage when the weather is colder for a pitcher, you think? Uh I honestly, I honestly don't know. I know, like as a pitcher, when it's cold, it takes a little bit to warm up, and then 
I know I was swinging the bat in high school. You hitting when it's cold, you know, it's never never a fun thing. It went off the end, and you're, oh, you're yeah, hurting, yeah. right? Oh yeah, you'll feel it. Uh, three and a third for you. Three and a third for Garrett Saylor, who had a, a great weekend as well. As uh, man, Garrett's looked really good since uh, leaving the rotation. Maybe he's found his home in the bullpen with you guys. Yeah, no, nah, he's been outstanding. Uh, G, I mean, G in the the fall was amazing, and then. You know, coming out of the pen these last couple of games, he's basically been unhittable. So, just hopefully he can carry that on, and keep going. When you're playing two like you did yesterday, CJ, is there not a lot of time for Cliff to uh, to get in your ear hole between games? <laughs> What's that talk between uh, a, a loss uh, in game two of the series, game one of the doubleheader, and then coming back and getting that win? What is that? It's a 45 minute window. So, what's that window like for you guys? Uh, I mean, they're they're uh, right after the game, coach will talk and kind of told us what we did or kind of what we did wrong and you know what we need to fix to take the next game and um it was it was uh it was a pretty quick talk from coach and then we kind of ate and relaxed and kind of refocused for the next game cj uh energy is always talked about and and when a team loses it's easy to point out like hey they don't they don't have the right energy today or whatever uh, do you like? Do you feel that in games? Is there something to that where some days you're at the ballpark and you're like, "All right, let's go." You want you want to always have that. Some days you just don't got it. I mean, is that something you can feel? As no, a player? yeah, yeah, you can feel it. Uh, we talk about it all the time when, you know, if you 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 can feel it in the dugout. Sometimes the energy is a little down, and uh, I think as as players in the dugout, we have to realize that that the energy is down and do something to to kind of turn it around and. Um, We'll sometimes have like a like a player meeting in the dugout to kind of bring up the energy and put us back on track. CJ Mayhew joining us uh, again. We going into the year, we were trying to figure out who makes up for Francisco and, and Norby in these numbers, and we said there's going to be some guys we don't know about that, that are going to come through. And once again, Jacob Jenkins, Coward, Cam Clanch got in the lineup. Uh, he hit a home run in Game Two last night. But man, Jenkins, Jenkins Coward specifically has put together a phenomenal year thus far. And uh, you guys probably saw it. Uh, we didn't know about him at all, but he's been great so far this year. Yeah, no. I mean, coming in in the fall, uh, I mean, just looking at him, he definitely passed the eye test. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, he's just a competitor. You know, he's one of them guys you want on your team. And he shows up every day at practice. Uh, I mean, he, and in games, he's showing up. And he's aggressive, and he's just a good player. CJ, last week, uh, midweek, you kind of had maybe a minor league feel going with the bus ride and like yeah. two games in another state and uh, take on Virginia Tech, lose that one 7-2, to two, but a good bounce back win over Radford. So what was the travel like uh, for you? You'll be on the road a lot coming up these next uh, five games. So what was that like for you last midweek? Uh, I mean, it was a – I think the, the bus ride, we, we actually went down the day before to Virginia Tech. So it wasn't as bad. It wasn't – it wasn't travel get off play so we had right. a we had a little time to relax and uh we took a practice at uh virginia on on their field monday night and then uh played and then woke up next morning and bus ride to radford and got to it cj may you joining us with pirates back on the road they got a road series coming up this weekend at college of charleston but before that a date with old dominion coming up on tuesday as i was looking at the schedule of cj i and i was telling you i was unaware that they were ranked uh, 24th in the nation and you talked about uh, their record a really good team no surprise every team on the schedule is a really good team so uh, you'll have another challenge in front of you coming up tomorrow yeah uh yeah i, I didn't i didn't know old dominion I mean, I didn't know their their rank, but uh, 
Yeah, they're they're a solid team. We played them last year. They was real solid, and uh, you know, we talk about it a lot. You know, college baseball right now is probably more stacked than it ever has been with the the whole COVID situation. Right. So, I mean, we're going to take it. Like you know, we we really don't focus on the team we're playing. We just try to play our best baseball, and that'll give us the best chance to win. And uh, first time out of the state, I guess, coming up. Only headed to South Carolina. Beautiful Charleston this weekend. But three-game road series. This will be your first true three-game road series of the year. So, you looking no, forward to that? No, yeah. That's exciting. And obviously, we're in Charleston. So, hopefully, the weather will be nice. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Godwin let you see the sights and sounds of the city? Or uh, is it all baseball? Uh, we might. I mean, if we're yeah. playing good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get a win on Tuesday. <laughs> win on Friday. Maybe you yeah. can see the beach or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Uh, coming up on the weekend uh, cj mayhew joining us cj um legally you, you can't be in our bracket pool now we don't give out money but we do have a prize i believe to uh to bagel man this year yeah nice. winner of our bracket pool. will you fill out a bracket just for fun for the uh, ncaa tournament uh yeah i will i will or do you just fill out mustache march brackets uh yeah <laughs> I, I, I like the mustache march so you got winning it all this year oh mm, that's tough <laughs> How much college basketball do you watch? Uh, I mean, not much, but I do. I, I will turn it on every once in a while. Uh, What's your favorite sport to watch, like, as a as a fan? Uh, I mean, I watch college baseball a lot. So, yeah. And football, college football. But basketball, uh, you know, I mean, I'm always going to go with probably mm, – Gonzaga's been looking really good this year. I've, yeah. I've watched a couple of their games. Uh, Virginia Tech surprised me, actually, right now. So – I honestly they took it to know. Duke the other night. Yeah, they did. And North Carolina. Took it to Duke. Yeah, yeah. It was a good game. So, CJ, it's a, look, I grew up a North Carolina fan. I can admit it. Uh, I went to East Carolina. I dropped all that. I don't care about them anymore. <laughs> but a lot of people grow up, you know, Carolina Duke State fans. Did you have a team growing up? Who was your basketball team? Uh, it was Carolina. Okay. See, yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. But you're over it now, right? Oh, yeah, I'm forget, over it. Yeah, yeah, forget those guys. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Gonzaga and uh, Virginia Tech, who just took down the Blue Bloods in the ACC, uh, a couple of teams CJ will be watching. Kyle, you say you watch college baseball. Now MLB is back. The Players Association and MLB have agreed, so spring training is on. Actually, there's spring training games beginning Thursday, I believe, so uh, maybe some baseball on TV. But college baseball, at least it feels like, took advantage of that that small absence, and it's out there, especially on social media. And you've got guys like the old pitcher from Virginia who we might have talked oh, about, yeah. the big donkey yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he talks about it all the time. Uh, the Barstool guys talk about it a lot. So it felt like it was getting some attention. I hope that stays, CJ. And now with ESPN Plus, you can pretty much watch whatever you want. So it's getting more and more attention, I feel like. Yeah, no, nah, college baseball is definitely uh, getting more attention now than, I mean, I guess in the past few years. I don't know if that's because the MLB or whatever was down, but, I mean, hopefully it stays that way. No doubt. C.J. Mayhew joining us today inside the Pirate Radio studios. C.J., uh, who's your biggest uh, challenge right now as far as the stash goes? Uh, who you got? Probably J.C. or Jake Hunter. Two young guys, right? Two young guys, yeah. They yeah. came on the scene. What if Cliff just recruited them to knock you off? Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, those young guys got some stashes on them, man. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. All right, CJ, thanks for joining us. Good luck this week, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Oh, yeah, thank you. All right, back inside the Delcor Players Lounge, and joining us now, East Carolina power hitter, 
<laughs> Ryder Giles. Who joined. Last week, I introduced you as ECU shutdown closer yeah. after your role uh, last weekend. Now you're the power hitter, uh, Ryder, with the uh, the dinger over the weekend. So welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I, like, the, I like the sound of that one. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ryder, you inspired me. Uh-oh. Um, not only to be a better man and human, uh, okay. but also you got some ink, some tattoo. We talked about your tattoo. Yep. Can you like? Can you show yeah. it real quick? Just Where's like, there yeah. You uh, you inspired me to get a little ink, man. You want to see it? Yeah. Crap. It's uh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> You're it's, a uh, it's a whole sleeve. Wow, man. That yeah. What do you think? Look at the detail on that thing. Does it work for me? How much did that hurt? <laughs> oh man, I can't even start <laughs> to tell you. That was probably a pretty penny, wasn't it? So tattoo bros, huh? Let's go. All right, man. Maybe you can teach me how to uh, hit a home run now. <sighs> Actually, this was um. So we do these watch alongs. We've done it for. We did it for the uh, super regional last year against um when you guys played vandy Mm -hmm. so we watch the game and kind of react to it and you know people chime in we do basketball watch alongs and we get in our basketball jerseys and um ecu jungle on twitter ecu was winning on thursday ecu jungle on twitter purchased these from amazon because he thought we were going to be on the following day uh-huh. and uh, and wear with our jersey. So I'm trying to pull up a picture, a video of us and uh, what we look like <laughs> in our uniforms. But these are going to look really sweet once we get to break out the tats with the – oh, there's a nice uh, picture of the uh, the tats there. Chandler got some too. So Wow. Yeah, man. We're trying to just be hipper, cooler, you know. I mean, you guys are doing a great job. That, that is awesome. Yeah. So I uh, appreciate you saying that. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Ryder Giles joining us. I'm trying to find it. Oh, here we go. That's that's an uh, old picture, but we're in our. Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. Do you we look, look like we could play? I got the shooting sleeve. You look like a and the headband. Headband. Iverson shooting sleeve. Gosh, you got you guys look like a. You look like real real ballers out there. So there you go. Just want to. I, I think I would take you one on one over Chandler. Now you mean? Now what does that mean? How, the way th- you said I th- that. I, th- I think my I think my money would be on you. Oh, okay. Oh, against Chandler, one on one. Yeah. Well, there's a What's video. Here? Here Wait, goes, so hold me and Clip. Yeah. It, oh man. It, the only chance I have is. I think he would is, back you down in the post. I think that's. I think you know what? Just, you know, and now he's a AG Cox like legend. Yeah, I scored two points in my middle school career. There okay. you go. Right. Jumper on the uh, <laughs> on the elbow, fast break. Um, <laughs> but if the game goes to anything over three, I'm done. I, I don't have the stamina. <laughs> But if we could play like from one to three points, I might have a chance. Okay. Not that Chandler's we in the have to best shape happen. ever. Yeah. No. We should we should play. I'm like five six years removed from like my athletic career, so yeah, I'm definitely not in the shape I used to. If be. We played horse, and again, we're talking yeah. to the best basketball player on ECU baseball, according to yeah. multiple people, Ryder Giles. Um, I'm definitely not taking on Ryder Giles. I'm going to that right now. I think you guys could get a, a big viewing for that. I think that would be a good uh, marketing thing. Well, once you're done playing, because Cliff won't let you play yeah. on your glassy ankles, yeah, as you true. and him yeah. have called him, I believe. All right, let's talk to the real athlete here. Ryder, uh, coming off a loss in game one of a doubleheader, I talked to CJ about it, only a 45-minute window between mm-hmm. games. So, it, you know, is it – panic time is it all right let's relax what's that 45 minutes like between a loss and getting back at it like you did last night um i i think we kind of used i mean i don't know like when you lose a game then you go home and you you kind of think about it for a while i think it can be nice whenever you only had the 45 minutes like you said uh you know you don't really 
have that much time to really think about it. You just go out and play the next game. And, um, you know, we're, I mean, we really didn't play too great up until I think like the sixth or seventh. Um, but I think, I think you can kind of look at it both ways. It can be good. Um, if you, if you kind of just flush it and move on and play the next one, or if you kind of take that first one into the second one, then it can, you can, you know, kind of work against you. Well, winning that first one of the series is always important. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't get swept if that happens, and yeah. you can still go for a sweep and win the series. And right. you guys were able to take that one, and uh, that was when you got the party going uh, in the third inning on Friday with that home run. And uh, let's talk about that one, Ryder. So Stephen Igo pointed out that was your third career homer. Mm-hmm. Your the first time you'd homered off a guy not named. Dakota Matoxin, yes. I believe, is the, the yep. Memphis pitcher. Yes. So, uh, how about that AB and uh, and that swing? What do you uh, remember about it? Um, well, I mean, I remember the uh, the jog around the bases going a lot quicker than, than I had hoped. Um, but uh, now, nah, when I got back, you didn't to, get a chance to really bask in it. I know, it. I you didn't. To, I yeah. didn't. I mean, I, I I went back and I watched the video, and I mean, I I looked like I. would I mean, I kind of looked like I knew what I was doing, but I was like, man, I should have slowed down and enjoyed that one a little bit more. But um, nah, I, everybody in the dugout was like, man, that was a no-doubter. And I was like, well, I guess I was the only one that had a doubt about it. Only <laughs> <laughs> too many of those. So um, nah, I mean, it felt great. So, And uh, Chandler informs me, I guess you were talking, you had a, uh, a bet with uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward yeah. who was going to hit the first one. Yeah. And you got him by a couple days, I guess. I got him by a couple days, yeah. That would... Uh, that one, you know, it was probably not the smartest bet at the time <laughs> making that with him. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, no offense to you, Ryder. I don't no. think you're going to win many statistical categories because he is lighting it up this year. Yeah, you know, and uh, power to him. He's keep doing. It. I'll uh, I'll be glad to lose all those to him if Unf- he if he keeps it up. And unfortunately, I think he's got you in the facial hair too. Yeah, he does, and he's four years younger than me too, <laughs> so that really hurts. Well, CJ Mayu <laughs> said his biggest challengers this year were Jacob Jenkins Coward and Jake Hunter couple of uh, yeah, newcomers to the guys. program. Yeah. So. Well, I tell you, he doesn't have to worry about Mary Beaker. So. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out. All right. Yeah. Uh, you get six from Cooch on Friday. That's huge. And then on, on Sunday, once again, we saw the starters not get too far into the game. But mm-hmm. how about Mayhew yesterday and, and Garrett Saylor? Man, he's been awesome out of the bullpen. Yeah, they were both uh, – they both uh, really came up big. You know, we, uh, you know, obviously it's not ideal. Um starter not going you know five plus um but you know those guys mayhew sailor you know really most of those guys down there i think logish was was ready to go too but um you know those guys want the ball which is which is the biggest thing and um you know they just come in and attack the zone and obviously they did a great job Ryder giles joining us Ryder, game two of the series uh you were pulled barini goes to second agnos to short mm-hmm. i did see Shortly after that, I can't remember what happened. I, I remember seeing you out of the dugout, like giving a five to a teammate. Like, mm-hmm. how important is that to to keep the spirits high? <laughs> yeah, things like that happen. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, anytime, uh, you know, anytime you come out of the game, it's it's obviously, you know, maybe, um, you know, coach likes like something better, match up better, and um, <clears throat> I think it's something that I kind of learned, uh, you know, early in my career, my my freshman year, like late in games, he would either put me in um you know for for a defensive change or you know um i remember dusty dusty baker yep. hit, hit a lot for me late in the games and um you know it's just a strategic matchup and um 
you know, if, if you take it personal, you can, you know, really uh, kind of fight the, uh, the, the vibes in the dugout with yeah. the team or, you know, you can um, – you know, be selfless and, uh, you know, cheer on, cheer on your teammate, which obviously, you know, um, winning is ultimate goal. So that's kind of something that I, I learned early in my career. And, you know, anytime that that happens, it's, it's important not to take it personal and, you know, be sad puppy dog in the dugout. Right. Yeah. Uh, we talked about the vibes with, uh, CJ and, and how sometimes your high, the, the team as a whole is high energy. It mm-hmm. feels like you guys are most of the time. Yeah. Do you ever, and you want to be consistent every day, but, Sometimes, for whatever reason, you just don't got it. So, how do you kind of fight through that and, and still provide energy on those days? Yeah, I think it. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, you're not going to have it every day, and um, I think the earlier you can realize that, the the better it is, and then you can kind of go from there. And um, you know, maybe uh, maybe it's somebody new, or you know, obviously, you know, grows uh, provides a lot of energy for us, and um, you know, if 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 he's not you you know you can kind of uh talk to your teammates lean on lean on other guys to you know bring it and um you know just pick each other up i know one guy i never want to see again that's nathan chong yeah me either man they he struck out sunday and still got on base i think twice <laughs> i mean that, <laughs> at that point i was like all right man to forget this guy yeah. that'll just go ahead and put him on first yeah seriously he, uh, uh, but they were a good team uh that team. and especially i i was in the uh the nice heated press box on sunday mm-hmm. i was like look at these california guys can't handle this weather look at these fake tough guys without the sleeves under their jerseys and you know i ate some some of my words there yeah uh, because they were uh they were they were impressive ball team yeah, absolutely. They, uh, you know, they came in and they uh, they wanted to beat us, and that was uh, that was kind of the message, um, you know, after the game is that you know we've we've got to kind of take to other teams what they bring to us. You know, they they come in ready to go, and um, you know we've got to do a better job of taking the fight to other teams rather than waiting, you know, three or four innings to really get it going. So that's a good point, Ryder. At this point, ECU baseball, and and you help make it this way. You're the hunted, not the hunter yeah. anymore. And yeah, you got to have. It's hard to have that underdog mentality when everybody's yeah. telling you how good you are, right? So yeah. you got to you got to find that. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you know, going into Old Dominion tomorrow, we're we're going to be the underdog. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I think you just kind of just kind of you know stick with the guys in your locker room and uh, you know just have each other's back and uh, you know kind of kind of like I said, just take the fight to them rather than uh, you know having it brought to you every game. A winning week for the Pirates, a winning weekend, and that included a couple of road games where you split Virginia Tech and Radford. And coming up this weekend, uh, your first true three-game road series uh, at College of Charleston. So you're a veteran at the game now. What's the key to uh, to a good road trip? Like, what, what do you? Uh, how do you keep it keep it loose, keep it light, but also focus on the baseball? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's I think you got to kind of find what works for you. You know, some guys on the bus like to, you know, hang out and play some games. Other guys like to, you know, sleep and watch Netflix or whatever. And um, just kind of find what works for you, you know, on the on the bus ride. And then when you get there, it's kind of, um, you know, same same as usual. But uh, what's the first thing you do when you're on a new infield? Do you kind of kick around the grass, the turf, the dirt, yeah. like get a feel for it? Yeah, that uh, that is a big thing. You know, we practice on Thursday night usually at, at the other team's field, and uh, you know, it's a it's more so to kind of like get familiar with the with the field. The foul territory is obviously different at most fields, and so that's a big thing. The lights, all that good stuff. Um, so just kind of getting a feel for it. Yeah, messing around with the dirt. You know, see maybe if it's uh 
little choppier if it's hard you know man like I, I want to talk to palumbo about i've interviewed him before i've never asked him about the art of infield uh pregame because he is like it's unbelievable <laughs> and uh, sorry i did see you uh bobble a backhand yesterday what are you, what are you, you did come back and get the next one did i yeah i, I, I think i saw that uh, I, I think yeah, I was wrong guy no, no, yeah. um that, yeah, that but was. man palumbo it's like you can get mesmerized by it if you're watching from afar uh, yeah but he he's got it down to a science man yeah i remember uh freshman year several times i got yelled at because i was just watching what was going on <laughs> it was just baseball and guys are running around yeah. and like the ball's going through their legs yeah. it's crazy yeah if you uh if you don't pay attention you can catch one in the face too so well, here's a dumb question. Like, how much do you guys practice that preseason? So you're um, ready for game day. To, to yeah. Take- yeah. We kind of – we introduced it in the fall. And then um, when we scrimmage, we usually – like in the in the fall, we'll scrimmage Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll do it each Friday. And then, um, you know, in the, the spring when we get back from Christmas, we'll kind of do it couple more times just to make sure everybody's on the same page i don't know if it leads to wins or losses or whatever but like when it's crisp you're feeling good though right? yeah, yeah yeah it's definitely a good table setter you know you have yeah. a good round of in and out and then you know the last thing you take into a game is is that that positive feeling and um you know when you when <laughs> when you don't have a great round of in and out you can um you know it's important to kind of flip the the mojo from that and right you know clean slate going in hey look everybody does their part uh to to lead the pirates to victory and the marketing side uh eric ward and now casey are making sure the music's playing we had a bad aux cord yesterday rider i don't know if you noticed it the music was kind of cutting in and out yeah so uh they, they got that taken care of so hopefully that that helped you guys out yeah well the pitchers the pitchers picked up the slack for us i don't know if you could, <laughs> i don't know if you could hear the pitchers down there oh okay good in the bullpen but they were uh it was a clown show out of them so that was that, that was that was a good uh energy source for us there well here's a question too i've seen this what's uh what's the deal with the football tossing uh, and you're not the only team that does it but like before the game yeah. uh bullpen what, what's the uh football throw well uh pitchers are weird and um you know it's wait that, are you saying that as a shortstop or as a pitcher I, i'm saying that as an infielder okay yes yeah. um, you're not one of them uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, it, I don't know. It's something about there's a whole. You have to talk to Cooch Manor about it. He's okay. he's big with all that stuff. And every like odd thing I ask about, it's talk to Cooch Manor. Like yeah. he he's like the leader of all of it. I guess he's like the mayor of Greenville. <laughs> he is. He's been around. Yeah. He served like three terms already. Yeah. I want to say. I remember the uh, <laughs> the game. It was uh, the Maryland game. I, I didn't play. I, I came in to pitch that game, and uh, before I was like, all right, well, I'm, I'm gonna throw with the pitcher so i threw with coach and he was doing all this nonsense what not nonsense to me it was like what are you doing but i was just mocking him everything i did i felt man i felt like a weirdo <laughs> well, i'll tell you what if he goes six innings yeah. and does all that he can do whatever he's he can do a, whatever he wants he's had yeah. a great year and uh, you know you're with him every day last season it was not the coach we're used to seeing mm-hmm. uh but to bounce back to be where he is today i mean it says a lot about him and uh, you know, not throwing in the towel, right? Just yeah, absolutely. With yeah, he came back hungry this fall. You know, obviously he didn't have the year he wanted to last year. And, um, you know, it, I think it just speaks levels to the resiliency of him. And, um, you know, he he's kind of, you know, it's, it's obviously the, the last go around for him. So he... Uh, he kind of took it personal last year and came back with a with a hunger. Ryder, uh, you cannot join the Pirate Radio bracket pool because we do have a fifty dollars gift card to Bagel Man on the line, and that yeah. would be illegal for you to eat yeah. and win. So, yeah. 
Uh, but if you were filling out a bracket, have you looked at one yet? Um, so my roommate, Carter Spivey, actually was uh, giving me the rundown of the teams last night. I hadn't seen the bracket, but he gave me the, the rundown. Do you watch college basketball? I do. All I do, right. yes. You got any favorites this year? Um, I've said this all year. I think Purdue is going to win it all. Hmm. They're my uh, two big men. Yeah, two big guys. Ivy, one of the best Ivy. in the country. Um, God, what's the what's that guy's name? The the shooter they got too is lights out. Don't recall off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> Sashevich or something like that. Okay, man, he's right. light. He's lights out. So I think, uh, you know, I think if they get hot, oh yeah, be a, I had him beat Iowa yesterday. Yeah, that they're going to be a they're going to be a tough uh, three seed for right. uh, for Baylor. And, the Boilers. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my that's my pick. Ryder Giles special. Uh, he likes the Boilers to uh, make a run to the national championship. Uh, Major League Baseball back Ryder. Some deals already being made today. Looks like mm-hmm. I, I don't know why the Braves can't come to a deal with Freddie Freeman, but yeah. they do bring in Matt Olson from Oakland. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to provide some pop there at first. Uh, how about baseball? Are you uh, you watch Major League Baseball? Are you a fan? Yes, absolutely. Uh, uh, glad to see you back. Yes. I guess. Yes, definitely. Um, Hoover, he uh, he's pretty upset. He's kind of oh, yeah. he's kind of reading through the lines with the with the Olsen deal. He's he's banking on Freddie being gone, so he uh, his emotions are in shambles. Right he's now a big Hornets guy too, right? Big Hornets guy. Yeah, he's been yeah. struggling a little bit. Yeah, he uh, his teams are letting him down, and he's <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing pretty good. He's maybe he's taking good. the anger yeah. out on the field. Yeah, it definitely seems like it is, you know. <laughs> All right, tough week coming up all on the road, uh, Ryder, so getting ready for that. Uh, how you feeling about where the team is right now uh, th- to this point in the season? Um, you know, obviously, you know, 16 games through, you don't plan or um, hope to be 9-7, and seven, but, um, you know, we, uh, we had a um, – a meeting today and it was you know it was kind of talking about like how we can use it as you know a positive and um you know it's just i think it's like a little over a quarter of the season mm. so we've got about 70 75 of the season left so um you know we can uh definitely turn things around and um you know with the the right mindset from from a collective unit uh it, we can obviously be very good as as we've seen so far. So, and uh, we did learn last night from Cliff Goblin uh, that Carson Wisenhunt will not be uh, pitching the remainder of the year, and Carson uh, put out a statement as well. And uh, you guys uh, have his back, I know, absolutely, uh, uh, absolutely, till the end. But yeah. uh, with that loss, it, it it next man up type of mentality. You guys have mm-hmm. been able to do that on the pitching side but uh you know tough to see uh wizard hunt not being a part of the team this year yeah definitely um you know it's kind of weird not seeing him uh around all the time anymore but um you know he's uh <laughs> you know he knows how we feel about him and he knows that uh we got his back through it all and um you know hopefully uh, everything works out all right uh today we've talked to east carolina slugger Ryder giles he's <laughs> been a closer he's been the shortstop and now he's uh, he's in the power spot for East Carolina. We'll see him move back up the lineup, probably to clean up, I would imagine, tomorrow. Yeah, I, I would definitely think so. Three or four. <laughs> All right. Ryder, thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. Appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. All righty. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Monday inside the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Delcor. Joining us, East Carolina 
Center fielder and leadoff hitter Bryson Worrell uh, joining us once again. Bryson, good to see you, man. Hey, good to see you. Glad to be back. And uh, as we've said in the past, Cliff Godwin likes to tinker with the lineup here and there. And uh, it looks like you might have found a home, though, at the leadoff spot. Is that what, how you're feeling right now? Yeah, so far. I mean, I've liked hitting there so far. Um, it's been a little different because I've never really hit leadoff, but I'm getting used to it. It's growing on me. And uh, you're doing quite well there. And a uh, winning weekend for the Pirates as they knock off St. Mary's. As I said to Ryder, we didn't know a lot about them. I see their basketball team on TV quite a bit, but never anything about baseball. Uh, but they're, they're a good little ball team. And I uh, showed you guys this weekend. Yeah, Coach Gone was talking about their, their offensive numbers going in for the weekend. You could definitely see. I mean, they had like... I think start of the weekend they had like four or five guys hitting over 400. I mean they had a guy hitting almost 600. So that Nathan Chong dude, man, he was he's raping <laughs> hitting machine. <laughs> we were joking yesterday in game one, like just put him on, give him the bonds treatment, and uh, two outs, two on. I think he just drilled one into the right center gap. Next time up, he strikes out and still gets on base. Yeah, uh, that's when you know you're feeling it, right? Hot. <laughs> Bryce and World joining us. Bryce, what was the uh, You've had a favorable, I would say, winter to spring uh, playing-wise outside, but it was got a little cold uh, this weekend. So uh, what was that like for you? Um, yeah, it was definitely a little chilly yesterday. Um, I mean, you got to kind of have that mindset. Like, you going into it, you know it's going to be cold. Um, you got to prepare for it. But, I mean, I think we did a good job. Um, I think – uh, coach Godwin had our strength coach. <laughs> he had the whole bench running down to the, um, to the fence in between innings just to keep him warm. So, yeah, that's pretty much all we did. Uh, you lose game one of the doubleheader. You bounce back and get it in game two. How about that last inning uh, in game one, though, Bryson? You guys put something together there and kind of showing, hey, we're, you've had a few games like that this year where you, yeah. you come on late. So came up a little short, but it's never over, right? There's no there's no clock in baseball. I always That's hear that right. phrase. Yeah, um, yeah, we were a little little cold, a little quiet coming out to begin. Definitely the first game, and we didn't play really play our brand of baseball. A um, little quiet coming out second game, and – yeah, I think I think that it sparked us when um, J Dub threw that guy out at the I think it was the top of the seventh. Um, then we kind of we started getting together, we built up some momentum, um, scored some runs, and then Sailor did uh, awesome job on the mound. Yeah, interesting. What can can spark a run like that? It could be a, a, a pitcher coming in, getting out of a jam. It could be you making a diving catch in center. In this case, you talk about uh, Wilcoxon. So it, it it always changes game to game. What can can spark a rally? Yeah, right for sure. Bryson World joining us. Pirates coming off a winning weekend over St. Mary's and nine and seven now, Bryson. And as Ryder said, you want your record to be better than that through sixteen games. But after the uh, the sweep to Bryant, uh, record looking pretty good right now. How are you feeling about a quarter of the way to the year as far as where the team is? Yeah, I think we're definitely trending in the right direction. Um, we were talking today. We're eight and two in our last ten games, but it definitely doesn't feel that way. Um, so, yeah, getting off to a little slow start, but I think, yeah, we're definitely heading in the right direction and we're starting to put uh, better performances together. Another thing, too, Ryder kind of brought it up that, that you guys are, are – you like to have that underdog mentality here at East Carolina. We do in every sport. But when you win as much as you guys do in the past, it's kind of hard to have that. And you're the hunted rather than the hunter going into every game. And and Ryder said you guys are trying to kind of get that mindset right. back where we need to be the attacker. Yeah, I mean, when you come out, you're, you're getting everyone's best shot. I mean, you got that target on your back. And if you don't give that team your best shot, then you're probably not going to win the game. Bryson World joining us. Bryson, how many uh, jungle jumps have you done so far this season? 
Uh, I think just one. Oh, just one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll talk to CJ. He got his first one the other day. So, uh, nice to hear uh, th- those fans in left field and uh, giving it to the opposing outfielder <laughs> each and every week. You've said in the past you're glad you're on our side. Yeah, I'm definitely glad I'm on the other team. And uh, you'll be facing uh, some road uh, games coming up this week, though. A trip to Old Dominion. We were talking before we went on the air. Bryson, you, you know how good they are from last year, and it looks like they have picked up where they left off, right? They're a good team. Yeah, they are. Um, I think we said they hosted a regional last year. They couldn't host at ODU because their stadium wasn't quite big enough. But, yeah, they hosted a regional. They're a good team, and um, we're definitely going to give them all we have. And then a trip down to Charleston uh, to play on the road, your first true three-game road series of the year. So uh, well, what's the, the mindset going into a, a three-game road series like that? Um, I think it's player player baseball. I mean, uh, we know how good we can be if we show up and play the best we can. Um, we're going to go down there and we're going to get what we have. Talk to the other guys about the quick turnaround, and, and it sounds like Ryder likes it, where you don't have a lot of time to dwell on a loss mm-hmm. when it's a doubleheader. Is that good when there's only uh, 45 minutes and you get right back out of there and play again? Uh, I think it can be good and bad. I think um, some guys, maybe if they didn't play the best during the first game, they making they might be able to take that to the next game and it might um, leak out. But we had we had a conversation as a team um, in between the first game and the second game, like, hey, like it's time to turn it on. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna lose this series. We're gonna step up and win the next game. Bryson, uh, some great pitching out of the bullpen once again. First of all, crucially great on uh, Friday as the starter going extended innings. You didn't get those extended innings Saturday and Sunday, uh, but you did from the relievers, especially on Sunday. CJ and Garrett Saylor, who we've seen uh, start this year for East Carolina, but those guys going six and two thirds combined. I mean, that that's just huge. Yeah, our relief pitching has been big all year. I think um, <clears throat> I think Garrett just got nominated for some kind of player of the uh, player of the week this week. I mean, they went nine innings. Had like 16 or 17 Ks. So, I mean, when you have performances like that coming out of the bullpen, it gives you a lot of confidence that you're going to be in those close games. Yeah, and, and that's something you hitters can take too, right? Like, hey, we're we're down right now, but we know that our relievers are going to keep us in this game. Yeah, that's definitely a big confidence builder. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, talking to Bryson Whirl, uh, watching the Players' Championship. Shirley, are you following uh, Harold? I'll do a quick update because Chandler, my guy's tied for the lead again. Yes. Oh, that guy's tied for the lead. I can't say his name, but he's up there. What you got um, with Harold? Trump? Harold is holding steady at seven under. He is tied nice. for eighth. And uh, there was a time where we thought, okay, Harold might win this thing. It looks like that time may have passed. But right now, that tied for eighth is huge because if he's in the top 50, uh, he will be playing in the Masters coming up in a few weeks. And uh, that'd be awesome to see. Harold's wearing his... Uh, Sunday purple on a Monday. <laughs> That's always awesome. To say well, how about that, Bryson? As the pirate, you got a guy gotta that, represent. Yeah, and I'm not a big golf fan, but I'll watch ECU anything, like yeah, any right. sport or anybody associated with East Carolina. I'll watch it, and when he's out there in the purple, it kind of gives you a sense of pride. Yeah, it does. Are you a uh, golfer? Um, a little bit, yeah. Not as big as Ryder, but yeah, I like to go out there and swing the clubs sometimes. All right, what's your uh, what's your handicap? I have no clue. <laughs> what's your? Uh, do you have a best round score? Uh, probably like a mid 80s could that's you, pretty with, good with a few mulligans oh uh, okay <laughs> with a few mulligans a few. you had to throw that that sounds like yeah, my game be honest yeah. i would imagine as far as you can get a baseball you might be good in the like long drive competition as a uh yeah I, mean, I can hit them pretty far yeah i would I'm imagine not pretty so. straight though yeah do you, do you now you're a switch hitter 
I hit, hit golf right handed. Okay. All right. That was going to be my question. When did you, uh, that's a good point, Chandler. When did you start? So are you, yeah, you're right handed. Mm-hmm. When did you start hitting left handed? Uh, I think when I was around like eight or nine years old. Like I was just messing with it. And then it kind of felt pretty natural because I, I kicked my football with a left foot. Okay. And then I dribble basketball left handed. Like it's my natural hand. <laughs> so you just. So I'm a little unorthodox. Ambidextrous or amphibious, as the <laughs> NC yeah. State player once said. So like going through. Like middle school and high school, did you switch it or did you hit? Yeah, I did. I wow. switched hitting in middle school. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. Bryson World joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryson, uh, you're not eligible to be in our bracket pool because we have a gift card to uh, Bagel, Bagel Man, Man on the line huh? and it's illegal to feed you guys food. Yeah. yeah thanks to the NCAA. That's a rule. Yeah. So you got to starve. Um, but uh, are you going to. Are you going to watch the NCAA tournament? Here's a look at the bracket. Have um, you looked at it at all yet? No, I haven't at all. I don't think I've ever filled out a, oh, a really? bracket. No, I haven't. You're just not into college hoops? or I mean, I like watch it every once in a while. I'll probably watch the final four games in a national championship, but I don't okay. really call it that much. Not into it. What are your uh, favorite sports to watch as a fan? Uh, probably NFL. Okay. I'm a big Panthers fan, so that's probably Yes, the, sir. <laughs> That's my my team. Big Sam Darnold fan? Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. Hasn't won enough yet. No, he has not. Uh, we need to get Bryson in on a Friday when you guys are complaining about the Panthers. Yeah. Get his thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, tough times uh, there in Carolina. Big news today, though. CJ. Uh, they got the, their quarterback. The Steelers got a quarterback. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Mitchell Trubisky. Really? Signed by the Steelers. Huh. Let's go to our analyst, Bryson Worrell. What do you think? That says like, it all. Yeah, good luck. Like, Are you yeah. doing this to me on purpose? Like Sam Darnold, he's got he's to prove himself. I just yeah. want to get other people's thoughts, CJ. It's all the same. We don't want this. <laughs> Every thought is the same, no matter who you ask. That is true. What do you want the Panthers to do in the draft, Bryson? What do you guys need? Um, I think we need an O-line. I think we need to get some good O-linemen and then maybe maybe get, get a quarterback that we can develop. All right. Chandler, you what, what, what do you think about Deshaun Watson potentially being a Panther? Um... I don't see it happening. Okay. All right. I don't. Well, as long as he doesn't go to the Saints, right? Right. And, and goes into the division. Because nope. now yeah. you have Tom Brady back. Yeah, Tom Brady Remember back. on Friday I said if I could bet on what division Deshaun Watson goes to, I would bet on the NFC South because the Panthers need a QB. They don't want to draft within the division. Matt trade. Ryan is not getting any oh, younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks would need a QB. Now, this was Friday when I said this. Right. And the Saints need a QB. Well, now the Bucks have filled theirs with Brady back. Yeah. And didn't wasn't the report today, Chandler, that the Watson Panthers. is meeting with Carolina. And, and the Saints. Yeah, yeah. The, Both the, teams. The, yeah, yeah, the news broke yesterday that uh, the Panthers and the Saints have made an offer for Deshaun yeah. Watson. I didn't see that. So I think he's meeting with those teams, with those, both parties today. So we'll see how that works out. We'll see who has the better deal. At this point, you kind of just want to keep them from the Saints almost. <laughs> you know, you want them on your team. Yeah, I know. You don't want them there. All right, a little football talk mixed in. And uh, with the NCAA tournament coming up this week, remember we'll have all-day coverage coming up Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of the NCAA tournament. All right, Bryson, so uh, we got the Tilt-A-Whirl deal going. Uh I'm the operator um, standing by. So Tuesday, you guys were on TV. Wednesday, it was like you were playing in the 1940s. We couldn't find you on TV. (laughs) Yeah, I heard it was like a little play-by-play. Yeah, so I owe you – we owe you from a double you hit, I believe, on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And then you had another double and a single – so that's five uh, spins. We we were we did our spins Tuesday on the show, 
But Bryson, uh, while you're here, do you mind spinning Chandler and I a couple yeah, times? Yeah, some spins. All right, so we're going to give Chandler three. So that's going to be <laughs> one double and a single. And then I'm going to take two. So Bryson Whirl. All right, here we go. The namesake of the Tilt-A-Whirl is going to give Chandler a couple spins here, all right? How okay. long about the spins? Is it average? Average. All right, average, all right. I don't want to get – oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Woo! All right. That Holy was pretty fast. moly. That was faster than I was anticipating. Jeez. So, let me hold on. Faster? No, I'm <laughs> good. No, just however you feel. All right. Ready? I got a little more weight on – oh, boy. You're right. This is uh, – ah. Uh, all right. Thank you, Bryson. No problem. Wow. I'm glad, honestly, you didn't hit a home run this week. <laughs> Oh, we'd be struggling in here. All right, we're going to use this timeout to go throw up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bryson, uh, talk about how the team's feeling right now. How about you uh, on your season thus far? I saw your numbers yesterday when I was at the park. You were over 300 at that time, which is a, a nice number to have, right? So, how are you feeling personally with the, the way you're playing? I'm feeling good right now. Um, definitely a better start than I had last year. I think I looked back, and last year, I think starting Friday, I was hitting like 150 at this time last year so I mean anything's better than that but yeah I'm feeling confident didn't have my best day um, Sunday but um, got a lot of games left so hopefully keep it going and and on that note uh, Josh Moylan is out of the gate slow we know how good of a player he is yeah. from how he played last year so you know any advice to him or you know what did you do when you were going through that you go through those funks sometimes right I mean you just gotta believe you're a good player I mean I think he believes it but it can be really frustrating when you're not living up to the potential that that you're setting for yourself. So um, you just got to keep at it, keep having that confidence in yourself. Was that? Did you ever struggle with that? Like, why why can't I hit this baseball? I mean, yeah, I think I think just about everyone goes yeah. through those phases. Yeah, well, uh, well, not happening to you this year. You're having a great year, so keep it up, Bryson, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, man. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, back inside the Players' Lounge, brought to you by Delcor. And, uh, boy, we've had a fun time today talking to Bryson Worrell, Ryder Giles, also C.J. Mayhew, and now Zach Agnos joins us inside the Players' Lounge. Brought to you by Delcor. Call Delcor today, 321-8868. Visit online, delcorinc.com. Troy D. also alongside in the Players' Lounge. Welcome Good to back, be back Troy. with you guys. And yeah. uh, Zach, while you're here, not to you know start on negative news, but it is a story, and it's finally out there. Unfortunate news about Carson Wisenhunt. Uh, what was the team, now that it's out and uh, Carson's responded to it too, what's the team reaction to everything? We're just trying to be there for Carson. Um because he still is a teammate to us, and he's been a good kid, so we're just trying to be there for him um, with unfortunate news. We all love Carson, and, um, you know, he's just a good kid. You can't – I mean, no sugarcoating. Like, he's, you can't beat him. He's a class act, and uh, he's one of my favorite people, so we're just going to be there for him. And for folks that, that haven't heard, you know, unfortunately the suspension is now for the full season. Uh, Carson released an official statement exclusively through us at Pirate Radio. You can go on our social media and read it. And uh, a couple news and notes out of that. Carson saying that, yeah, I took a substance that I bought at a local nutrition store at one of the national chains. Uh, it wasn't trying to do anything, you know, mm-hmm. and there, as you know, there's so many different things and so many different substances and drinks. You got to be so careful yeah. in the NCAA and different folks that test that, you know, sometimes you never know what could pop on a test, but uh, it wasn't something intentional and that he did plan and he does plan to hopefully come back next right. year to be a ECU pirate. So I thought that was newsworthy. Yeah. I worked. Uh, yeah. Hopefully he does come back and because he's a, uh, like a, he's worked his tail off and um, we definitely need him next year because he's just such a 
elite arm. Um, but no, nah, yeah, yeah, I'm, that's uh, that's big news to have him back next year. So we're excited for that. And not the first time we've heard about this happening with the player. And Zach, you've been in this program. You've played summer ball, uh, all different levels and things like that. And you're always working out, right? Trying to get in shape. So have you ever had something where you've called the trainer, the coach, and been like, hey, I heard about this. One of my summer teammates was telling me about it. Like, has that ever happened with you? Uh, Not really, honestly. I don't really take a lot of supplements. Um, Maybe some protein powder, protein shakes. Um, Yeah, no, pretty simple. And if I do, I usually ask Jake because – or my trainer, yeah. Uh, because, well, the trainer knows. Womack knows everything, but uh, Jake also. Jake knows all the actual nutritious facts about it. Like, <laughs> oh no, you shouldn't be taking that. That's not good. Or, right. Uh, conver- so you have had those types of conversations yeah. before. What can help? What can hurt? All that. Yeah. Uh, what are you taking to get all that facial hair? <laughs> uh, Is that something actually, I can okay. take or Troy? Yeah. Maybe? No, it, it actually is. I promise you. So we got a uh, nutritionist, uh, Christina. She's awesome, and she gave about. 30 of us or 20 of us her and our strength coach uh dennis wilson gave us collagen and collagen it lose it, it's like uh lubricant for your joints supposedly uh, i mean that's what they told me so it's I good take. for your hair too but right? it's also good for your hair yeah. and huh. hair growth in your nails but i yeah. bite my nails too much for them to grow so. same wow okay but i might look out. into that you guys bite your nails still oh all the time this is just a bad okay. it's, it's just a, a bad habit yeah, yeah. bad habit well, you got to say like well, that. I was just wondering. I, <laughs> yeah, what do you, I mean, I used to, I used to not bite my nails. My mom used to say I had really pretty nails, and then I kind of got offended by that because I kind of felt like a like a little. No, and it's something yeah. that you don't notice while you're doing like during a like a sporting event towards yeah, the end of a game. It's kind of subconscious. Yeah. yeah. These past few games. It's not like I need to bite my. It's just like you don't even realize yeah. you've done it, and then oh gosh, I've done it again. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, Bottom well, of the ninth uh, in game one of the doubleheader yesterday. I was doing a little nail biting. Oh, you guys gosh, about yeah. came back in it. I know. I know. <laughs> the mustache just looking good. It's, yeah. it's looking better than the beard, actually. Like, well, yeah, I, you know, got a little bald spot right there. Did you <laughs> shave that? Yeah, I did a little chops action. But okay. I, as you know, uh, masks aren't required in class. Right. So I didn't want to look like a fool going into class. So I let it grow out a little bit. Uh huh. Because teachers still won't come like face to face. They're still kind of stand towards the front. So I'm just making sure I got in look too bad <laughs> i kind of, I kind of like the interesting look each for folks that can't see yeah. uh each zach cha- shaved the below the lip and mm-hmm. all, chin all the way down mm-hmm. so you just kind of have the mustache and then the the chops yeah. so to speak it's an interesting look yeah my, my beard really stops growing past here so it doesn't yeah. grow much i'll tell you you can grow a beard in no time who clip brock that, oh, yeah. that yeah. dude can grow facial hair in like a day and but a half. But it's like, it's, it's not pretty. It's like kind of spotty, you know? How long have you been working on that? Oh, that's probably like five hours. No. Like, <laughs> you shaved this morning. <laughs> no, I shaved this last, it was been a week. week oh, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's oh, okay. pretty solid though. Yeah. Maybe it's the hair that grows so fast. Because I'll see, you'll get a haircut like once a year. And My, like, I do have, fat, I have natural uh, collagen. Is that yeah. what you were calling? <laughs> you have like a crew cut like in the summer. And then like a couple weeks later, it's like back to like full mullet. <laughs> Like, it is how did a, you do this? I have uh, werewolves in my family. Yeah, I checked my. Uh, That's pretty impressive. I've been I 23 cut, and me. I cut my hair on Christmas. And I'm still waiting for it to grow back. Oh like, yeah, it's getting there, but. Yeah. Got to have a little flow out of the hat, right? right? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's, yeah. It's a baseball thing. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Zach Agnos joining us coming off a winning weekend. And I'll say the same I uh, said to those other guy, uh, the other guys that came in. St. Mary's had a good team. Totally. I mean, I watch them play basketball. They're in Gonzaga's uh, conference. Yep. So I've yeah. heard of them. Yeah. I've never heard of the baseball team. They were they were good, Zach. Yeah. I mean, they had a good start. I think when they came in, they only had one loss. Um, 
they're just like a very fundamentally sound team. Like they did all the right things. They got their bunts down. They played solid defense. Their pitchers executed pitches well. Their hitters were grinders, and I mean, it, it was a fun weekend. And like we've talked about, our schedule it's just so fun getting exposed to these really good teams this early in the season. And I would say East Carolina is a fundamentally sound team, but you have the running errors, every base running errors, things like that. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> I mean, when those things pop up, is it like uh, you know what, what are we doing here? Is it maybe being too aggressive? I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, well. So they brought the lefty, and I was on third base, and he's he was a freshman. And usually, like freshmen, when they're in the games, like they kind of get worked up early in the season. Especially, you know, we're a pretty good program. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm finally getting a good opportunity against a really good team." And Coach Gowan was like, "Hey, uh, like fake break to home, act like you're stealing home." And me, I didn't, I didn't realize that I was so far down the line. So I took a few hard steps, and then I turned to go back, and he, the pitcher reacted the most calm I've ever seen anybody react. Just casually stepped off, turned his head, looked at me, just flipped the ball to third, and I started running back. And I realized, I was like, dude, I'm like halfway down the line right now. And then Coach Gowan just, I mean, you can literally see, if you go back to the video, Coach Gowan like grabs me under my arms and picks me up. He's like, hey, that's on me. Go play defense. I was like, all right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> there you go. Uh, honestly, I was not even thinking of that when I brought up the question. Oh, gosh. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, and those things happen in a baseball game, but you make yeah. up forward with good play, and you guys made up for a loss yesterday, Zach, by coming back and winning game two of the doubleheader. And uh, led by the reliever, C.J. Mayhew yeah. and Garrett Saylor. Uh, phenomenal job by those guys. They, they're incredible, and every time they come to the mound, I just said, keep us here, we're going to win the game. Keep us here, we're going to win the game. Keep us here, keep yeah. us here. And they did that. Saylor, I don't know how Saylor's arm's still on right now. He threw three, was it three innings on Friday? And then threw in the first game, and then threw three more yesterday. I was like, whoo. I, mean, I know my arm wouldn't be feeling as good as his does, but uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was actually really incredible watching them, and it's awesome to know that we, uh, anytime they come in, they're reliable as always. I mean, I never had a doubt with either of them, but it's just solid, man. It's, it was really good and gave our hitters like a little bit of comfort going to the plate, knowing that if we just put up four runs and they get, because it was three to one, when they put up, if we put up one run ahead of them, then. We're going to win the game. A couple of things. Uh, I forget to ask you about this every week. I'm glad Troy's here, too, because he knows the uh, the young fella. But you're the only player I don't announce to the plate. You have your own special <laughs> I do. announcer, and yeah. that is Reed Haddock. Uh, and I grew up uh, – I was buddies with Reed's uncle, Blake, who was a good ball player, and his dad, uh, Reed's dad, Trey, also a good ball player. Mm-hmm. But you've uh, developed a relationship with Reed Haddock. He's your favorite pirate. And every time Zach comes to, to the plate, you hear, now batting yeah. for the pirates. Uh, and so how did you uh, develop that relationship with uh, with Reed, the uh, super fan? I mean, he it just uh... – it honestly like spark like we I loved Reed like just like the passion he brings like knew no knows everybody and then I went to I think we went to his brother's little league game and he was all pumped up and I mean I obviously met him the COVID year but it was short span yeah. um but it's just his energy like he's always positive like he, I mean he'll keep it real with me like he'll be like you need to stop striking out and hit a home run <laughs> so I'm like I'm like you know I appreciate that reading um but last year I last year I actually didn't know it but when I first walked up to the plate I heard him announcing me and I was like I didn't know anything about it oh okay and then this year I walked up to him I said Reed you want me to do you want to announce me again this year he's like yes <laughs> and you know I have to I have to run my walk-up song through him 
Oh really? Yeah. You always have cool walk-ups. Always. Yeah, I had to run it through. I had to walk. I had to run it through Reed just to make sure he, he gave me the thumbs up. But good. no, they're an awesome family. Uh, his brother Joiner's good, and the parents are awesome people. Well, and, and Reed doesn't miss a game because mm-hmm. um, Joiner was over at our house for the boys' birthday party yesterday, and I thought Reed was going to stop by because usually he likes to hang out with the guys uh-huh. too. And, but no, it, it, Reed Reed had other plans. He couldn't come. He couldn't even stop by to say hello because he it conflicted with ECU baseball. That's right. He uh, he's like, nope, sorry, I've got I've got plans. And his mom said, "No, we we'll drop Joiner off, but Reed's a no go." You know? Do you remember Troy? It was this was a live at five. This was before this studio and everything. Mm-hmm. But you you were like, "Clip, you got to see this kid. I'm gonna have him on the show." Yeah, we and yeah. get get your baseball questions ready. He'll have the answers. Oh god! Yeah. And he walked in. I was like, "Oh, I know the Haddock family," but I didn't know Reed was an ECU encyclopedia. Yeah, oh my he knows gosh, all the names, incredible. all the numbers, everything, all the walk up songs. Yeah, yeah. the uh, batting stances. He'll do those. Oh yeah. yeah, I'd say you know Reed is to ECU baseball, and this is for Greenville folks that understand this. What Marvin Jarman is to Rose High School. You yeah, know, as Marvin. far as knowing all the stats, and you can ask Marvin anything about encyclopedia. Yeah. He could re- re- tell you what happened back in the '70s and remember it. That's what Reed is, man. Yeah. It's incredible. He remembers everything. He knows everybody, and he's just loves it. Yeah, and it's awesome. Hey. The passion, and he's a, as Zach, as you know, is a huge fan of, of you. You know, yeah, it was pretty cool uh, when I hit the home run against Michigan. Um, his mom actually told me that someone grabbed the ball and ran it and just gave it to him and said, here, you have this. And then he tried to give it to me. I said, absolutely not. You keep that one. Oh, wow. So he's got your home run ball. Oh, yeah, he does. Sweet. He does. So Did he, you know there is a version of your now batting, number 14, Zach Agnos, that says Zach Swagnos? That that there is a version of that uh, that do does we, not play at Clark McClare. We need to bring it out. I mean, I'll <laughs> see. We're saving that for big games. Yeah, maybe yeah, so. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got enough going on. You got enough right. of an ego. We don't need to put that one on you. <laughs> but that's pretty cool. The Zach Swagnos. All right, my other question. I'm glad I remembered from yesterday. Why uh, no pants pulled up and high socks yesterday? What do you mean? Oh, the first game. Yeah. Because our pinstripes. We don't have high pants for pinstripes. Ah, because we okay. wore pinstripe. No, but the second game I was. I was not there the second yeah, game. Yeah, I noticed that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and y'all won. I know, right? Yeah, oh, stay, stay away. Stay here. All right. No, so, uh, so you don't go high socks for <clears throat> pinstripes? Interesting. Because right. we don't we don't have any. There you go. Yeah. So I know it was upsetting, but it's okay. Okay. Uh, asked and answered by Zach Agnes. <laughs> All right. Uh, road Warriors this week, uh, heading on the road against a good old Dominion team. As I said earlier, I didn't know it until I pulled it up with CJ, pulled up the schedule, and it said number 24, yeah. Old Dominion. I was surprised ranked. by that, too. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, I, I did not remember how good they were a year ago. Uh, you remember. Uh, and then College of Charleston coming up this weekend. So uh, four road games on tap. Wilmington after that, if you want to look at it. Five straight yeah. road yeah. games for you, Zach. Yeah. Yeah. Winning on the road is something that we're going to have to do no matter where we are. Um, you know, it's a good test, especially against those I get this whole week from Tuesday to Tuesday. Three solid opponents. Yeah. And uh, ODU is always fun because they always uh, they get pretty excited. I know a couple guys on their team, and he's already been texting me saying, like, he's all pumped up for us. And I was like, yeah, whatever, dude. But, um, no, they're good. ODU's good. Um, you're, you're one and one right now in the state of Virginia. You're stomping grounds after last week. Yeah. You wanted VT? Yeah, I wanted VT. Yeah. Bad. My, yeah. Uncle, my uncle went to Virginia Tech and pitched there. He actually holds a record for most appearances. And uh, he was texting me after the game. I wanted to punch him through my phone, but <laughs> couldn't do that. Um, yeah, I wanted VT bad. But, uh, 
yeah, we're going to have to go uh, get in the wind column again in my home state. There you go. Uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, Zach, uh, you're uneligible to be in our Pirate Radio Bracket Challenge because, again, it's illegal to give uh, college players food. You guys have to starve. So you can't win our well, no, it's like gift card. NCAA is so crazy. Like so, like if you played a bracket, it's probably some violation of their yeah. gambling deal. But anybody nowadays, hey, you want to uh, pay players and do an NIL deal? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go yeah. crazy. But uh, don't, don't dare do a bracket, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> so don't fill it out. Don't get in our pool. Uh, but uh, do you uh, have a champion in mind? Have you looked at it at all? Not really. Do you watch college basketball? Not at all. Oh, really? Um, Not a fan. I'm trying to look for Houston. What seat are they? They're a five, I believe. Five? Taking on uh, UAB. I do remember that. It's not looking good. Yeah. Five's a little too So you're going for the conference? You got Houston. I, I wanted the conference, obviously. Houston and Memphis are the uh, the two teams. I was watching I was watching the championship. Wasn't the championship game on right now? Or yesterday, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was yesterday? I guess I'm a little behind. I thought it was You were lot. playing baseball during that <laughs> yeah. game. It's probably a replay. Well, I was watching it today yeah. before it came out. Oh, no, it's a replay. Oh, you thought you were watching it. <laughs> I've done that before. Don't feel bad. I've texted somebody. It might have been you, Clip. Did you, I didn't know this game was on, and you're like, yeah, it was, it's recorded, Dumbo. Um, <laughs> I'm Actually, I'm, I'm going to stick with Auburn because I, you know, I knew they were undefeated for a little bit. I heard they hit a little rough patch. All right. But I think they're going to pull I got to tell you. And Coach K's uh, little exit hasn't gone as planned, so no, so to speak. No, please, could it, no. Could it be a rebound for Coach K? Is redemption time in the tournament that matters the most after being embarrassed at home against the Tar Heels? After losing to the ACC in the ACC tournament, could he redeem himself in the NCAA tournament? No. Uh, he there just answered it. it for you. I guess not. No. Sorry, coach. Uh, <laughs> let's throw Shirley under the bus real quick, just for a second, because we didn't get to No, 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 fight. Clip. Let's not do that. Just kidding. I love throwing Shirley under the bus. <laughs> uh, you're talking well, about watching, green light, green light. <laughs> watching old games. So Friday, when stuff's going on, it's a lot of fun, because we're updating ECU baseball. We got ECU softball going on. So on Friday, Shirley is keeping tabs on ECU softball. Uh-huh. We're watching baseball. We're watching conference tournaments. And the Pirates won their first game. It was awesome. It was against Ryder. So game two, ECU softball, hmm. Shirley's got a score up of ECU Bryant. And she's looking at the video, and she's like, well, why does it still have Ryder on the scoreboard in the video, like at the game? Maybe operations screwed up. Mm-hmm. They forgot to update the score. Could be. They uh, went in my defense. Well, the, oh, let him finish the story. Let him finish the story. In her defense, oh, because he enjoys it when I screw up. In her defense, I want to hear this. Three or four innings went by, Shirley. Yes. And then she finally says, "You know what? I'm watching the game that just finished from the start." She was watching <laughs> the, the game, same game that she had watched. Yeah. A few minutes early See, and giving think... score updates yeah, that's and awesome. doing updates. <laughs> that's kind of a Chandler move right there. I love that. That's awesome. Shirley. Well, the thing was is that I thought the the <laughs> scoreboard has malfunctioned in the past. I so can see that. I thought that the reason why it was still showing Ryder in ECU was because I was like, oh, the board must have messed up again. They just again. didn't change the name. Yeah, because yeah, it has oh. happened in the past where it gets jammed up and you have to shut it down, gotta, start it over. You got to do a control-alt-delete on yeah. the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. bang on it till it works. That kind of thing. But yeah. it was funny when Shirley realized it because we saw it on her face, but she was like, No, because I came human. outside. I, I made came mistakes. Outside. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what I said. I've been giving score updates on a game that was played two hours 
hours ago. So, oh, <laughs> that's and, and honestly, because I was looking, I was like, they're supposed to be playing Bryant right now. I said, well, let me double check what? on their Twitter page. Well, when I went to ECU Softball's Twitter page, it just so happened like 30 seconds earlier, they had posted that someone had hit a home run and that ECU was leading 6 nothing. And I was like, sure oh, like, no, no. they're not. <laughs> it's 6 to 5. <laughs> and I looked at, I was so, like, no, Zach, I did it happens not. to the best of it, us. So yeah. did, they, did they win it, Shirley? They yes, both? they did. They yeah. won both games. Payback Let's on those go. Bryant jerks. That's yeah, right. Seriously. I did see that they're going to the big dance. They are. Oh, they're they playing. Are. Never, the they honest. have the most I, exciting basketball player I, in college basketball. I have never yeah, kiss. I have never even heard of them on, until we play that weekend yeah. series. I wasn't familiar with them. I don't remember hearing their name. Like Ooh. I just don't. That's like, not good, Troy, because we played them in a regional. Like I know, and I totally forgot. <laughs> like that's how irrelevant they were to me then. I just don't remember well, them. They're not irrelevant anymore. No, I, obviously I know who they are now, yeah. but. How about their basketball team? Did they get in some fight off the court too? The fans did. Yeah, the, the fans yeah. did. Yeah, there was but like a huge brawl in that they, game. They do have a guy on that team that is just so excited. Look out for Kiss. Peter Kiss yeah. is the name. He's yeah. a stud. Oh, where's Bill Raftery when you need him? Kiss. It's a kiss, kiss with a kiss. So, what sport do you watch the most of as a fan, Zach? Nothing. None. Are you, are you I mean, all baseball all the time? Yeah, it's usually baseball. Like when we come home from our games on Saturday, CJ will flip on like another college baseball game I'm like yeah, I'm yeah CJ said he likes to watch college baseball are you I fired mean, up the major league baseball's coming back oh yeah I'm really excited I know um, your brother's gonna be happy about that yeah he is he's real excited but um I mean sports I, I mean I watch them I don't get too like I, I don't watch the NBA I just m- my old roommate my freshman year loved it I was like dude like it was game five of the um who did not the Knights play in the NLDS was it the Dodgers or is it the NLCS? I always get them confused. A couple of years ago? Yeah, when they like won, when the they won Dodgers, yeah. Yeah, they played the Dodgers, and it's like the top of the ninth. It's like a tie game, and the Nats have bases loaded. And my roommate's like, got the, and the Lakers game on. I'm like, dude, what are we doing? We got the game <laughs> yeah. five of the NLDS on. Um, but, I mean, I like hockey. I like, watching hockey's fun. Caps. Um, caps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, football. I watch football. Here's so. what for you. You're the youngest guy here, and this is probably a young... Although, I, I like these growing up, but Scream has a new movie out. Again? There's a new Scream. Have you seen Scream? How many times can you remake this I thing? watched it I, uh, over the weekend. I'm actually... I, is that a scary movie, I'm guessing? Yes. I'm yeah. petrified of scary Like, I went and saw... Um, What's the one with uh, Michael Myers? Oh, you're talking uh, about uh, Halloween? Halloween. Yeah. One, yeah, yeah, I went and saw that in the fall, and I was... Of course, I have like a window in my shower back in my house, so I'm like, I was like scared. Took like, a no, I don't want to watch it in the theater. I'd rather watch it at home on a where I can like yeah, turn was, it off if I need to. Yeah, I've never watched a scary movie in a theater. But Troy, this one's still Courtney Cox, David Arquette, and Ray uh, Nev Campbell. So Nev the, Campbell are in the new one. So the OG They're cast still there. Yeah, 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 I just I'm not a big scary movie guy. I got enough bad thoughts and dreams yeah. without having being <laughs> yeah. polluted with that stuff in my mind. You know, seriously. Yeah, I just seriously. I don't. I've never seen the appeal of that. Yeah. Hey, let's watch people get murdered. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't get it. And these are like kind of comedy ish horror. But anyway, I watched that. Didn't know. If that I was... know what you did last summer. That is one of those as well. Yeah. Or do you know what I did? No, I know what you did last summer, Clip. I was here, probably. Probably (laughs) saw quite a bit of me. All right, Zach, uh, uh, here's one. Uh, 16 games into the season. Mm -hmm. Nine and seven. You want that to be better, but been playing well of late. So I think Ryder said it was close to a quarter of the way done. So the first quarter of the season, how do you feel uh, about the team where you guys are right now? I feel good for the sole purpose of 
we haven't been playing our best baseball and we're still we still have a winning record um just shows us that like we could be really good once we put it all together um you know uh, like bullpen well i mean bullpen's been stepping up bullpen's been great feel good about that pitching's been great offensive had has had its ups and downs but we uh we're starting to figure it out slowly and we're gonna get there, so I'm still feeling re- like I still feel really good, and I think we're. I really feel like we're gonna hit a hot streak, and no, I really don't think anybody's gonna stop us. Um, you know, we might have a loss here or there, but I really think like we're gonna go soon because we're literally like when I mean we are this close to putting it together, we're right there. So you know, the team's made some mistakes, had some bumps in the road, as you said, still a nine and seven record right now. So you do truly feel the best baseball of this team is in front of them. Oh, 100%. 100%. I mean, you saw a glimpse of it, like like in the LeClaire Classic. Like yeah. you saw how well we played. You saw how well our offense did against Michigan, who had some good arms. You saw, um, you know, even like Indiana State. Like we didn't play our best baseball, but we competed. And we just, it was like vintage ECU, as Coach Allen kept saying. Um, and then Maryland, like they're still a top 25 team and we beat them. Yeah, they're 21 uh, right now yeah, in the country. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, 6 3 win. And I thought Ryder made a good point earlier, Troy. You know this, being around so long. East Carolina has always thrived as the underdog, yeah. as the hunter instead yeah. of the hunted. Yeah. Right. And this ECU baseball team, look, you guys win as much as you do. You can't be an underdog, but you still have to have that mentality, right? right? And and Ryder said that maybe we need to attack more than getting attacked because everybody's giving you their best shot. Right. right. Yeah, and we need to uh, – we talked about it before. We need to be hungry. We can't uh, – we can't be complacent on like I mean I thought we got a little bit complacent in the second game, oh in the weekend not the second game yesterday the second first game, game we of lost. the doubleheader yeah first game of the doubleheader I thought we got complacent because we played a good game on Friday and we're like all right you know what we just got to go up and show up and we'll win and in reality that's not it we got to stay hungry and uh, be the aggressor like you said well and it's really flipped because preseason this team was ranked so high preseason everybody was gunning for ECU. And now that chip's kind of back on the shoulder. Okay, we've got something to prove now. Right. You know, we can't right. worry about what people think. We just got to go out and do it. Yeah, we got nothing to lose at this point. We just yeah. got to go now. All right, Zach. Good luck, man. Have a uh, a good road trip. What's your uh, What's your road plans? You got a lot of road games coming up. Movie, music. You're asleep, right? Sleep. Uh, I sleep. Um, yeah. Depending on who I'm sitting with. If I'm sitting with Skylar, I'll probably pull up some videos and we'll watch some funny videos on YouTube. But uh, yeah, usually sleep. Right. Um, we'll get some good rest. Yeah, yeah I know. I'll, gotta, I'll have my eye mask on the bus. Don't worry. I'd be a sleep guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you? What would you be? I'd probably watch a movie. I was gonna say clips of movie. Yeah. Guy. Right. I, I actually, I'm a uh, I'm a podcast guy. Oh, really? I like uh, comedy podcasts and also like murder mystery, like Dateline. Yeah, I'll listen to those. And yeah. yeah. So I'd probably do that. I've got a friend that's into these. Uh, like murder type of pie. I have to send you the link and see. Yeah, let me know if I because yeah. I might have. You might have already listened to it, but. Love a good murder, Zach. <laughs> Scary movies like and murders. Mom. That's what he's you sound into. Sound like my mom. Oh, man. As long as white people and husbands keep murdering their wives, we'll have Dateline forever. So <laughs> keep it up. Seems to be no shortage. Yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently so. All right, uh, Zach. We'll talk to you next Monday. All right, sounds Thanks, good. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Good Thank stuff. You guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, the ECU Players Lounge Edition. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.